Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. If you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, according to Matthew 17, 20, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and he says it will move, and nothing, he said, will be impossible for you. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe continuing her message titled, Be Careful, Little Tongue. Speak the Word. Saints, it's your heart, not the dictionary, that gives meaning to your words. You know as well as I know that you can speak words to somebody that makes them feel really good about themselves. In other words, you can just really say something that will encourage them and, and lift them up. But you, and you can speak words of encouragement to somebody that will lift their spirits just like that in a heartbeat. You know, Proverbs fifteen twenty three, the New King James says, A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. And a word spoken in due season, he says, how good it is. Hallelujah. It is good. You also know that you can speak words that can put a person down just that fast. You can speak words that will cut sharper than a knife. I'm sure that most everybody in here has experienced both ends of it. You've had people that spoke words to you that brought encouragement to you. And joy, and you've had people that speak words to you that cut like a knife. I had something one time a couple of years ago. I was on my way to up in the mountains to do a three-day uh, revival, and they cut me so bad. But you know, I'm so thankful that I was more familiar with the word and, and uh, God's word and what to do. And I did feel sorry for myself there for a few minutes. And <laughs> You know, I did have a pity party there for a little while. But then I I began to realize that it was an attack of the enemy. He was trying to distract me from doing God's work. And and this person that was doing it loved me. I knew they loved me. And and how the enemy got them to say and do what they did, I'll never know in in this email that I received. But what I did is I do what what I suggest you do. When it happens to you and somebody says this to you, don't take it personally. It's an attack from the enemy. Pray for the person. Forgive them. Ask God to forgive them. And give it to him. And when you do, all the hurt's going to go. And you can get on about your business. Are you hearing me? But you can. You can. And, and like I said, I think about it sometimes. I'm not saying I've ever forgotten it. And I, it does cross my mind every now and then. But since I have a choice as to what I choose to think about... It goes right back out the door because I've forgiven them. God's forgiven them. So why should I even think about it? But the enemy likes to bring things back up. (laughs) Proverbs 14, 4 in the New King James says, The soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. Saints, when you speak words of hope, as I said, and love and encouragement to somebody, they'll never forget that either. Words are important. Not only words that we speak when we're confessing God's word for something, but every word we speak is important. Matthew 12, 36, 
uh, chapter 12, verses 36 and 37 in a New King James translation says, But I say to you that for every idle word that men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Saints, you are in a spiritual battle, and just because you don't acknowledge it, it doesn't mean that there is not one. And as believers, we fight our battles with the sword of the Spirit, which is God's Word. You know, the enemy works again on you, and he wants to get you so angry. You know, that's another door. He has these, some doors are worse than others, and that is a bad door. But if he can get you all worked up and get you all mad, and you can say, well, I'm just going to give that person a piece of my mind, you know, and you can just let them have it. But once you, what you don't understand is that once you open your mouth and you begin to let that person have it and you begin to speak those things, it gives the enemy permission to come in and do his work. But if you will keep a lid on it, which is hard to do. I recognize that. I realize it's hard to do. Sometimes I haven't been able to keep a lid on it. But I try to keep a lid on it and not say everything that the enemy wants me to say. And walk away and pray for that person and say something, you know, say what God says and now you're giving God permission to come in and help you with it. And he will help you with it. So I want you to keep that in mind. Sometimes I have gotten so angry, you know, I just want to squish them. But we're believers. We're Christians, right? We're not supposed to think that way and feel that way. But I got news for you. We got flesh. And I don't know about you, but I'm crucifying mine daily. You know, it's a daily process of crucifying this flesh. Praise God. You know, I think, you know... I just say, Lord, I just think that you're doing a good work in me today, and I, I pray that there'll be more of you today, you know, less of me. <laughs> Praise God. But like I said, as believers, we fight our battles with the sword of the Spirit, which is God's Word. God's Word is truth, it's spirit, and it's life, according to John 6, 63. Now, whether you believe it or not, or whether or not you acknowledge it, it doesn't change anything, because God says, I change not. I'm the same today, yesterday, and forever no more. And it's not, it's going to be the same. That he's the same Jesus as he was that when he was on earth and those people were following him around to be healed and they were touching him and being healed. And Jesus wanted me to know and wanted you to know. He said to Joe, let them know I'm not same. I'm still, I'm not changed. I'm still the same Jesus now as I was. When I was on this earth, he has, you know, his, he, he's still here to heal, and he wants to if we let him. So he doesn't change. And so let's go over, if you will, to Ephesians 4, chapter 4, verses 49, real quick. It says in the Amplified Bible, he said, Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others as is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace and God's favor to those who hear it. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. 
He says, do not offend or vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed, marked and branded as God's very own, secured for the day of redemption, a final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequences of sin. Hallelujah. Saints, this is where God is telling us that we have been sealed until the day of redemption. Isn't that good news? And you say, well, Pastor, I, I told a story yesterday, or, or Pastor, I did this yesterday. It says that he's quick to forgive. You repent, he forgives. You haven't lost your salvation. It's sealed. He seals it, and it's there. The only way you can do that is if you just totally turn away from him and just deny him totally and completely. It's not through your sins, because they've already been forgiven. They were forgiven on the cross. You got born again in your spirit and your flesh, but your flesh did not get born again. Your mind did not get born again. That's why we still have problems. That's why the flesh acts up sometimes. And that's why, you know, you get angry sometimes and people get on your last nerve. (laughs) Have you ever had somebody get on your last nerve? You know, sometimes the phone rings and I say, Lord, I can't handle that right now. Can I take, take I'm kind of like a Scarlet O'Hara and Gone with the Wind, you know. I'll think about that tomorrow. I mean, I'll call him tomorrow. Hallelujah. But, you know, if you know something's going to bother you and you're not ready for it, prepared for it, I mean, why ask for it? I'm not. I'm not ready for that right now, Lord. You know, I need to pray about that before I talk to that person. <laughs> I need to prepare my heart. <laughs> so, like I said, our minds didn't get born again. That's why, you know, I say in, in the little song, he said, be careful what you think. Be careful what you think. That's why we have to bring all those negative thoughts into captivity. That's why we still think the way we shouldn't think. And that's the reason we still act and behave the way that we shouldn't act. I, I sh- as a, as a born-again believer, spirit-filled, tongue-talking should not act the way I do sometimes. But I don't know about you, but I've not totally arrived. Because sometimes, like I said, I don't get it all right. But I'm so thankful that God loves me. And he's quick to forgive me when I repent. I don't do it knowing that he's going to forgive me. It just, it just happens. And there is a difference. I have heard people say, well, you know, I can do that. God will forgive me. Yes, he will. That's premeditated. You know, most time we do things, most time is that I didn't really mean to do that or it just got away from me. But it's because we have not renewed our minds. And there again, you know, be careful, little mind, what you think. You remember the little song, be careful, little mind, what you think. Now that, now that our spirit is born again and we belong, we belong to another kingdom. So since we belong to another kingdom, we need to start behaving and acting like we in another kingdom. Okay? I'm talking to me too, in case you're wondering. I'm talking to me. For instance, you know, let's say that when you're feeling sad, we're talking about the mind a little bit. For instance, when you're feeling sad and maybe you've gotten some bad news, maybe you got some bad news about something, or maybe you've been going through something and you just have a heavy heart. Have you ever had just had a heavy heart? I mean, I've had a heavy heart. 
you know, just, uh, just a really heavy heart about something and you're feeling just laden down with the pressures from whatever it is that you're going through. Saints, I want you to know that those feelings, all those feelings begin right here. Every feeling that you're feeling right here started here and then went on down to here because everything begins in your mind with your thought. This is where the battlefield is, right? You agreed? This is where the battle is right here. How you feel about anything, like I said, begins in your mind. Therefore, it's important that you're careful who you listen to. You need to be careful who you listen to. You need to be careful to what you listen to. Amen. Because it interferes with your faith. The Lord impressed upon me, this upon me, uh, in the very beginning of my ministry. I did a prison ministry for about 11 years, working with inmates in the prison in a jail. And I was their chaplain for a few years at the state prison for men. But the Lord impressed upon me not to read the newspaper nor listen to the news. He informed me it would interfere with my faith. So not only was I had to be careful what these little eyes saw and these little ears heard in order to do what God had called me to do. He said it would interfere with my faith. But you also can grieve the Holy Spirit. So be careful, little ears, what you hear. Okay? I don't think you'll ever hear that song again without being reminded about the little things of the child because we are his children and we don't ever outgrow being his children. That's something we're all, we, we don't go from the toddler on up. We're always children, you know, and children are not going to get it right every time. You know, we're still being trained <laughs> and we get disciplined too. God said he disciplines us throughout the Bible. From Genesis to Revelation, it talks about the importance of your mouth and the words coming out of it. Are you hearing me? I know that I, I hope I'm not stepping on anybody's toes, but if I do just say, ouch, <laughs> oh man, amen. But I'm just going to keep on going with what the Lord gives me. Uh, if it's not for you, then maybe, like I said, it's for somebody listening. We grieve the Holy Spirit when we speak words other than what God says in his word. When you're gossiping, and I knew you didn't know I was going to go here, but I am. I prepared you in advance. You just protect your toes. So when you're gossiping, backbiting, and talking about people, you grieve the Holy Spirit. When you watch things that you shouldn't watch, you grieve the Holy Spirit. And when you hear things that you shouldn't be listening to, you're grieving the Holy Spirit. Anything that you wouldn't want to listen to or watch with Jesus in the same room with you, you shouldn't do. I'm not saying we're perfect. I mean, I found myself watching things before, and David and I would talk. And, and, and we finished watching it, and I get up, and, and, and we both were, you know, could feel that we had grieved the Holy Spirit. And I, you know, and it wasn't that it was such a terrible thing. It wasn't like one of these sexual things or whatever, but it just happened to be a thing that the Lord didn't want us to, you know, it grieved him for us to watch it. And I felt so bad. Have you ever done something like, and you, 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 you did something, you know you shouldn't have done it, you watched it, or you said something, and you, and you just feel so terrible, you know, because you knew you hurt the Lord, you knew you grieved the Holy Spirit. Maybe you didn't realize that's why you were feeling bad, but it's because you grieved the Holy Spirit. 
And, and when you hurt somebody you love, it hurts you. It's like maybe your mate or one of your children. If you say or do something that hurts them, it grieves you. When that's when it, it grieves the Holy Spirit when we do these things. And, and like I said, I know I have. I'm guilty just like everybody else. Because like I said, we're not perfect. But you can, in the future, start watching something. You start getting this little thing in here. Then you need to change channels or cut it off. You know? It says here, ask yourself, would I talk about my brother or sister that way if Jesus was standing next to me? What would I do? It, it would, would I say the same thing about that particular brother or sister if Jesus was listening to me? He is. Saints, you know the Holy Spirit is in the room with you. That's why he's grieved. Jesus is there too. Because he says he's right here and he's not going anywhere because he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Praise God, I'm so thankful that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I don't always feel his presence, but I know he's there whether I feel it or not. You know, if you could actually see the Lord sitting next to you, what would you do? Think about that. David was always praying over his mouth. He asked the Lord in Psalms 141.3, he said, Lord, please put a bridle on my tongue and a guard on my mouth, lest I should sin against thee. You know, we sin against God with our mouths. I realize that most of us are not aware that we do, but we're guilty. Me too. I don't think that we do it intentionally. I don't, maybe some people do, but I don't think that the majority of a believer or a Christian intentionally does it. I just think that we just need to get stronger in that area. We need to renew our minds more. We need to read the word more. We need to get stronger in the word that, that's all it is. We just need to more, be more mature in the word. Because I don't believe for a minute that, you know, we're just going to do it intentionally. I don't. And I, I, don't, I really don't think you do. Too. I know that we do. And like I said, I'm guilty. Scripture says in James chapter 3, verses 9 and 10, he says, With the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. He says in verse 10, he said, Out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. We, we, you know, we bless out of one side of our mouth and we curse out of the other side of our mouths. And he said, that ought not to be that way. I don't know why the Lord want me to preach on this, but I just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. But I do believe that the Lord impressed upon me that so many people are petitioning him for various things, whether it's healing in their bodies or whether it's financial breakthroughs or reconciliation of their children or reconciliation of their marriage or whatever it is, he says it's your everyday talk that's killing you. You know, you, you think that, you know, you come and you praise the Lord and praise and worship. You listen to the service and you go back out the door before you get in the parking lot and you get in the car, you're bickering. You know? I've done that. I mean, I've done that in many years, that, that part. But I've done some other parts. You know, I can remember many, many years ago that um, I, got, I wasn't a Christian either. So I got that going for me. Wasn't a Christian. But I was going to church every Sunday just like I was supposed to. Taking my Bible, which never got read, which so many Christians do. I didn't have no dust on it, but I didn't read it. 
And every Sunday morning, <laughs> I got in there to get dressed, and my husband, he's deceased. He didn't mean to be that way. But he'd come and stand at the bathroom door just like I didn't know what time it was. <laughs> I knew what time church started, and I was going to be late. But he would stand there and wait on me, like, are you coming now? Later? Looking at his watch. And, you know, it's not really meaning to be funny, but I'm going to tell you, it doesn't take much to get you going. You know, even as a Christian, you know, I was non-Christian, but he was, I wasn't. But even as a Christian, you can do the same thing. You get your motor going. You know, you get started, you get up and get started on the wrong foot before you ever get to the door. You know, and so I'm mad. And so I just go ahead and get dressed and I stump on out. And I make sure I get all the kids in the car and got my Bible with my name on it. (laughs) We do this. And I'd get in the church, not hear one word the preacher would say. And I would open up my Bible trying to figure out what to read, and I never read it, so I didn't know what to read. But I I, I didn't know what he was saying, so I was just trying to kill time till it was over. And then we'd go have lunch. I mean, that's what families did, you know, lived in the house with a white picket fence. (laughs) Took the the kids to church every Sunday because that's where they're supposed to go, right? But they're not supposed to go with mom and dad fighting all the way to church, and then they pick it up when they get back in the car, you know. So, <laughs> but you know, it's the truth. But we, we're acting like children, you know, and God don't want us to act like children, you know. Uh, he, he wants us to be mature. And I have grown. I, ha- I have become a Christian a few years after that. Thank goodness I did become a Christian. And I do read my Bible. It doesn't have my name on it, but I read it. <laughs> but you know, sometimes uh, I, I think if we could just understand just a few things, that we're all human, we're all flesh and blood, and the enemy knows that. And so he's after your flesh. And so the things like that, the, our, our conversations, what we're saying to people, what we're doing, it keeps... Um, <coughs> It, keep, it prevents us, the Lord impressed upon me, that it's our general everyday conversation that's preventing us from receiving what we need to receive. Okay. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. And with that special word, we've come to the end of our broadcast today with author, Bible teacher, and speaker, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, here on Speak the Word. In just a moment, Pastor Joe will be back with a special closing thought. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. It's secure and easy to make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. One of our friendly staff is standing by right now, ready to answer your call. Our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297. 
We're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. Do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, this is the perfect book for you. God, Are You Listening? I Need Help by Pastor Joanne Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. Just write to us at Speak the Word Ministry, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Our telephone number is 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. You can also email Pastor Joe and her team at Pastor Joe, that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a final word. Father, you said that our tongues are small muscle capable of marvelous undertakings and a small thing that makes grand speeches. Help us to understand that we have the power and the ability to lift someone up. And with that same tongue, we can crush someone, wounding them forever, or we can use our mouths to bless them. You said, Lord, that with our mouth comes blessings and curses, and this should not be. I pray that you will put a bridle on our tongues and a guard on our mouths, lest we speak evil and give Satan a foothold, an open door. Help us to understand that our words have power, and every word we speak has an assignment attached to it. Let that assignment be to bless the one we are speaking to. Father, help me to always be slow to speak and quick to hear, to have a soft answer for everyone, to always speak in love. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word of God